And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Florida is going to be so P.O.'d. Okay? A world record, two world records have been set in the state of Louisiana because of grapefruits. Unbelievable. When you think of grapefruits, you think of Florida. And yet, no. A basketball-sized grapefruit has brought two world records to Louisiana. Okay, so Guinness was there. It weighed 7 pounds, 14.6 ounces. And measured 28 and 3 quarters inches and 73 centimeters around. That's a basketball. I mean, congratulations. Congratulations to Louisiana. Mary Beth and Doug Meyer of Slidell, Louisiana, for your world record-sized grapefruit and not being in Florida. I'm disappointed. Disappointed. I'm welling up right now. Tears for Florida. Tears. I'm happy. I'm crying right now for Louisiana and Florida both. That's a big grapefruit too, man. Some serious grapefruity, basketball size. Grapefruits, the, the yellow and the pink grapefruits, but they get about softball size. They're so good and fresh on the tree. You know what? That rule right now, those of you watching on television, uh, right now you see Chris Cruz with his hand up. We do not follow that rule enough on this program that you have to raise your hand to speak. But I'm glad. You have no idea how glad I am that you're following that rule today. Yes, Chris. So you said that when you think of a grapefruit, you think of Florida. Yeah. Absolutely bro. false. Uh, no. When you think of oranges, you think of Florida. Citrus N- is Florida. I know it's the orange. I got it. But, but it's citrus not, it is, is Florida. It absolutely Turn your mind. not. You don't is, know what you're talking about. It is not whatever fruit you said at the beginning. I already forgot the name of the damn fruit. Hey, we're talking about grapefruit. Grapefruit, thank you. Grapefruit. It is but, not something that you say grapefruit. Oh, Florida sunshine. Yes, State. it's citrus. It is not Jeff Fisher. Oh my gosh, stop talking right now. Seriously, stop. Turn your mic off. You know what you're talking about. So you say plantain, Puerto Rico. Oranges, Florida. Peaches, Georgia. Right there. Grapefruit, Louisiana. Oh yeah, that's right off the top of your sure, tongue. Sure, but it's not no. Florida. It sure is. It's it is fl- not. You have, you have, seriously, I don't even, I don't know, I don't know where you've lived in this world. Actually, I do. I, uh, but stop. Citrus is Florida. Wow. See, now you're changing it. Now you no, say I'm citrus. Not. You say citrus. The grapefruit is a citrus. It, that's technical. Okay. That's technically, but technical, that word, that's what that is. You said when you think of grapefruit, and I even wrote it down. Correct. If you were you to think say, of Florida, I'm a grapefruit, that you got it from Florida. No, you did not. You think of grapefruit, you got it from Florida. No, that's what you think. Maybe in Tampa, that's, that's what, what happens. Florida, Maybe in Tampa. citrus, oranges, grapefruit. That's what you think of. You think of oranges first, sweetheart. Oranges, grapefruits, tangerines, anything citrus you think comes from Florida. I'm sorry, you just do. You just do. Thanks for playing. Man, I wish I could hang up on you right now. All right, let's talk about Popeye's for a second. Popeye's uh, sells out of their chicken sandwiches, and now we get news that they're going to stop production. That is BS. What are you talking about? It never happened. Oh, sorry. Did I miss? I must I must have missed. There must be a shadow or something because I hear voices speaking, but I didn't, hear, see, I didn't recognize anyone to speak. And we've got, we're being had by Popeye's. I think we're being had now. They want us now. They're saying, hey, unfortunately, we're sold out for now. Sorry, but hey, download our app and we'll let you know when they're back online. Okay. Uh, How about you just make sure your stores have your freaking chicken sandwiches? How about that? No, no. Uh, Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And because amazingly. 
Your chicken sandwich may be better. I mean, I mean I'm going to, this is a, this is, I mean, this is a stretch with the word may be better than a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Doubtful, but may be better than a Chick-fil-A sandwich. But I can go to Chick-fil-A 24-6, almost said 24-7, you can't do that, 24-7 at Chick-fil-A, 24-6 and get a chicken sandwich. I can't do that at Popeye's. Something is wrong in America. All right. Get out of food now. Sometimes I'm getting hungry. I need to order something. So we got the news yesterday that one of the video cameras in the prison where Jeffrey Epstein uh, stayed uh, was broken. The the video camera that's looking at his jail cell. Oh, man. Right? What did we do? Well, I mean, it's just wrong. Sorry. It's just unusable is all it is. We just can't figure out what happened. Listen, there's plenty of other cameras that are working in the jail. We can get footage from them. Like, we got footage from a hallway that nobody goes down. We got footage from a side door that nobody ever uses. You can watch that. Uh, perfect footage. But the footage in front of a cell, it's unusable. We can't. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, we can't. Sorry. Man, wish we could. Was that really a surprise? Was that a surprise that that happened? Because it wasn't to me. And I know that uh, Twitter Moments tweeted yesterday, New York Times reporter James Stewart revealed that Jeffrey Epstein claimed to have known potentially damaging information on various famous and powerful people, including details about their supposed sexual proclivities and recreational drug use. We didn't need a New York Times reporter for that. I mean, thanks, James Stewart, for pretending to do your job as a New York Times reporter. But I got news for you. We didn't need you for that. Okay? We got it. So what happens now, though? I mean, you got... I mean, they're still trying to drag this guy through the mud. Uh, the criminal... Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can do that. That doesn't do any good. He's already dead. He's put an extra bullet in the head. So the criminal case against him ends, right? It's Gover. You're dead. There's no more criminal case against you. Done. Of course, you know, with all the public interest, we've got to try to, you know, make it everybody uh, try to be a little happy, which is why the judge had these accusers speak at a hearing. Who cares? Let them speak. You know what? You know who needs somebody to talk to is James Stewart, the New York Times reporter. Let the accusers go speak to him. Then he can write about that. I'll read it then. I'll read what they have to say. No problem. I don't need to see that in a courtroom. That's our tax dollars just wasted. The judge. Couldn't he be hearing another case? Couldn't he be doing something else? We have other things to do. Thank you. The criminal justice system, there are judges that milk the freaking system. These are their stories. Uh, unbelievable. So now they say they're going to be investigating who might have conspired with Epstein. We're going to spend millions of dollars on who might have inspired with. Do you, do you think that uh, my girl just left? <laughs> my girl, do you think it's possible? I mean, I'm pretty sure I mean, she's not been charged with anything. She still has not been charged with anything. And uh, she uh, she's, you know, denied everything, of course. But she's, I mean, Ghislaine, man, she knows it all. She better be laying low, man. I mean, I would not, I would have my hair dyed. <laughs> I would be not looking like Ghislaine Maxwell of old, man. That would be someone new. Now, there's still some cases. There's still all these um, accusers are still going to try to get some money guaranteed because, uh, they have the New York has that Child Victims Act so that survivors of child sex abuse in New York have until August of next year to file lawsuits against institutions and individuals, even if the statute of limitations is run out. I mean, we've thrown in an extra bonus. Oh, this is this is like Harvey Weinstein law. The the statute of limitations is out. Well, give it a little bit more time. Go ahead. Yeah, you know what? Set the clock back a little bit. Give a little bit more time because we want to get these people. They got to be heard. So one woman says she was raped when she was 15 
and she's sued her the estate. You know the the uh, how many how many did the judge hear to speak? I mean, like sixteen? No, I think uh, I think there was like sixteen of them uh, that spoke. I know there was five of them in front of the courthouse with the lawyers. Well, there was the, the judge heard sixteen people, oh, wow. sixteen girls. So I mean, That's they're all going to try to get their cuts. <laughs> Thank you. Did I miss? No, I did raise my hand, and you looked oh. at me. Oh, did, I figured that. So, unless I say yes, Chris. Oh, does, that. I can look at oh, you. you have to say that. Oh, I thought you were, by you acknowledging and looking at me, that meant like you speak. Yeah, no, that's not what that means. But, uh, you know, nice try. No problem. No problem. As long as we're on criminals, or at least, you know, the possibility of criminals. Let's talk a little crime. We gotta get something with a. Po- I mean, that, that post is. I gotta. We gotta work that out. It's fine. Perhaps it's your fault, Jeff. Anyway, uh, Lori Laughlin back in court yesterday, and uh, they they you know they kind of snuck in. You saw them walk in, but you didn't get a really good shot. We got the faraway shots of them walking in once they were in the courtroom and stuff. But walking out, man, they were hounded, and she did not look good. She did not look happy. She had circles in her eyes, I mean, she didn't look good. I don't know. She they they pled not guilty couple things and we even talked a little bit about it on uh pat unleashed this morning when i was i was in for chewing the fat uh chewing the fat wednesday a uh, fat wednesday uh on uh on pat why is this still a case why is this still going on are you asking me why are this still going on or is this a hypothetical question did i say hey chris why is this going on well, did you i were say that at me. you were looking at me again and then you asked that question did i ever tell you a story about i used to work uh, at a radio station Let's just decide. I was pause on a little. I used to work at a radio station where the host and the board operator hated each other so much that they both taped newspapers up on each side of the glass so they didn't have to look at each other during the show. I ever tell you that story? No. Yeah. Well, that's just, just. I don't know what made me think of it. I don't know what made me think of it. But the board I've got. I mean, the host came in one day. He was so pissed. He started taping newspaper up on the side of his glass. I don't even want to look at you. And so the board I've got so bad that he did it on his side. And they did that. That lasted for a long time. They did not like each other. I don't know what made me think of that. Anyway, I don't know why this case is still going on. I got it. It's a federal mail fraud case. Stop it. That's what it is. Just trying to help her. Yeah, it's a a mail Mail fraud. Wire fraud, mail fraud. That's what they're getting them on. Hmm. Just trying to help her kid. She's lost her job. She's lost her job. She's lost it all. And now they try to drag all of Hollywood in. I saw the quote, uh, John Stamos, her partner in crime from uh the stupid tv show that they were all on and uh they asked him uh john uh, what about Lori? how do you feel about that it, oh i want to wait until the trial happens if it does uh or whatever the result is and then we can talk about it um i'll tell you one thing though uh, so I, i've got I, i'll then we'll talk about it but I, well, you know what as long as we're here as long as we're here i might as well say uh it's been strange honestly i can't figure it out it doesn't make sense you duh I talked to her like the morning everything hit. Uh, I just can't process it still. It's not that difficult, John. And then he went on to say, whatever happened, I'm pretty sure the punishment is not equal to the crime, if there was a crime. Uh, no kidding. But you're not going to say anything about it, John, right? You're not going to not not bother us with what you think. No comment. Yeah, instead of no comment, no it's, comment, it's no comment. But, you know, whatever happened, let me comment for just a little bit. Uh, thanks, John. We appreciate it. It's agonizing. But when she was walking out of the courtroom yesterday, they could, t- I mean, they just hounded her. Now, that was the first, that was her first time, the first perp walk into the courtroom. My favorite perp walk ever and i know it's not a perp walk don't stop looking at me like that all you people back there sitting behind the stage there looking at me i got it don't look at me like that i'm just letting you know that so yesterday i mean they they continued to ask her, are you gonna settle you same question over and over and they, she, they said nothing man i mean they why they found their way to the car it's so one thing about whatever courtroom they're in <laughs> you're not parking real close to where you walk out you got to walk around the corner, down the block. I mean, we saw De Niro with his newspaper, newspaper. up waiting for his car, man. He's just get, can we? Uh, is there a garage no, or something no, we can pull no. in? No, that, that oh, then you don't capture stop this. Stop it. Oh, boy, 
It's fantastic. This is great. Except that I think it's ridiculous. Is this Walworthy? Oh, Lori, Lori, Lori. That's what I got to hear the whole thing. Lori, pay for my tuition! Lori! Hello. 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 Walking into a courtroom now. John Rose, KCF News. Lori Lundin walking into the courtroom. Lori, 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 pay for my tuition, Lori! Lori! That one is. That one is. Lori, 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 that one is. The one that got the, the, one that got on the mic of the KCF News. Lori, 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 pay for my tuition, Lori! 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 So good. Yeah, that whole little, her whole little rant. Lori, 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 pay for my tuition. Lori, Lori! And they cut it off there. So good, man. Okay. It's uh, so good. There you go. We got a new addition it's to so the wall. so sad. That's did, definitely did, well. Did anybody email you yesterday? Oh, man, you know what? I forgot to check. I forgot to check chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Wish did you check our voicemail? Man, I would have. Wish did I would have looked. Did you check our voicemail? At the Chewing the Fat hotline? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't listen to the voicemail. Ooh. I didn't realize Ooh. that we had a Chewing the Fat Do, hotline with the voicemail. Would you like to have a Chewing the Fat hotline? Sure. People can leave voicemails? I mean, we should. We They're supposed to be able to call. We never get a call. I've had a couple people, when I check the email, uh, you know, they say, hey, I've tried to call a bunch. What time are you? What time do you usually record? They never get through. So. I have a feeling what's happening is that people are dialing 888-900-3393 when the show is live, and whoever is, you know, producing the show uh, over there there on the other side of the glass is not looking at the phones. That's just a thought. I'm looking at the thought off the top of my head. So here's what we'll do. We'll set up a chewing the fa hotline. Chewing the fat or the chewing the fa? Chewing the fat hotline. And... We just want your voicemails. That's all we want. And they, and, and, and they better be good. They will be used. They will be used. They will be used. The voicemails will be used. 214. Oh, hold on. I, gotta, I even have to write this one down. You do. Because I didn't. Okay, 214. 214-735-9356. Now, if I were to call that now. Yes. Would it say. Welcome to the Chewing the Fat Hotline. It will be as soon as we go commercial <laughs> break. As soon as we go to commercial break, by the time we go to the water cooler, that will be there. You know what? You will be the voice of that voicemail. Chewing the Fat Hotline. And yeah, that's right. what it's, it's going to be. Chewing the Fat we'll, Hotline. We'll check in with the Chewing the Fat Hotline uh, once we get into the break room. Because I, I, seriously, I got to go into the break room. Uh, I need a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Desperately. You have no idea. Especially after. Lori, Lori, Lori! Maybe my tuition! Lori, 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 Lori! Pay for my tuition, Lori! Lori! <laughs> I love the, the reporter. Other, I love the reporter in the background. It's like, yes, yeah. yes. The other reporters is yes. fine. All right. Go to the break room. Oh my God. That is so good. Well, look who's in the break room. The hero of the environment, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, um, I just was uh, perusing your article in Forbes, and I uh, realized that I you got to tell me why I need to care. I know everything they're telling me about the Amazon on fire is, you know, wrong. I got, I get, we're getting inundated telling us that the world is on fire and every big organization is telling me uh, the world's on fire, but no, not really. Um, I mean, do I need to care? Should I worry? What's happening, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... Um do you need to care? I mean, I can't persuade anybody to care about the natural environment or about people in other countries. I think you kind of either care or you don't care, right? right? Um, right it's not something you can you can convince somebody to care. 
Um, I think most people want the same things, which is that we think that everybody should at least have an opportunity to achieve prosperity, a better standard of living, Amen. and have a high qual- high environmental quality, a high quality of life that includes a you know a wonderful natural environment with clean air and clean water and and protected areas and some room on on this earth for other species of animals, um, you know, not just for humans. If we're going to be good stewards, we should care about the environment Agreed. because it's a very special place. But, so. but, Michael, do we need to sound the alarm about the Amazon on fire? Is the earth bur- Should the alarms be sounding around the globe for the Amazon on fire? No, I mean, I think... Um, I will shut it off. I'll I think that... The, the you know I mean the the bad news and good news is the good news is is that if there weren't an Amazon we would have just as much oxygen right um, the, uh, the 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 Amazon is not the lungs of the world it does not provide twenty percent of our oxygen um, you know when you uh, the best available science um, which is quite interesting actually shows that you know the Amazon actually uses as much oxygen as it produces wow. Um, so the idea that it's a it's an emergency that threatens human civilization or that threatens um, the species itself that was just it's an exaggeration designed to get attention for issues that um, I think the scientists have always felt like people don't care enough about. But right. the truth is is that what we find is that when you do farming and ranching, which are the main drivers of deforestation, when you do them efficiently um, and you concentrate their production. In particular areas, it actually allows you, it frees up the the really high quality natural yeah, environment that we want to protect. That, that is caring. Right? I mean, we're supposed to, we're supposed to take good, take care and be stewards of the planet, not just let it go. I mean, that is caring. That's right. Um, you know, and the good news is, is that, you know, if we're doing things to be more uh, uh, efficient in how we grow food and how we raise cattle, if we're... Um, you know, if we're just innovative and in- intelligent about the economics, the good news is, is that there's an incentive to protect the natural environment. Um, and so, you know, I, I wanted to write that piece to just say, I think we've been misled into thinking that there's a trade-off between economic development and natural and environmental protection. And in fact, what's happening in the Amazon is not, this picture of economic development causing destruction. In fact, in many cases, um, what's going on is highly inefficient. And as I point out in my piece today, it's inefficient in part because environmentalists have told people to do the wrong things and focused and not done the right ones. Fascinating uh, that uh, what you just said uh, a couple of minutes ago about the Amazon using as much as it's creating. I don't know that I've ever heard that before. Yeah, I mean, I, I in some ways it looks like somewhat new science. On the other hand, um, I can't find any scientists who suggest that they ever believed it. So it's not even clear to me where it came from. Um, you know, it's sort of a, but sometimes we, we find certain things in the science that turn out to be wrong. Sure. You know, um, things around polar bears. Polar bears are not what we should worry about if you're worried about global warming. Um, you know, but coral reefs are in more trouble. You know, so there's just things that, but I think that there's a sense in which people won't care enough about the coral reefs um, and they'll care more about the polar bear. So you see environmentalists uh, trying to make certain issues that are more mediagenic the focus rather than the things that really are of concern. Do you feel, uh, we're talking to Michael Schellenberger, a leading energy security and environmental expert here on Chewing the Fat in the Break Room. Um, Do you feel that uh, we are being inundated more here in the U.S.? to um i don't want to you know i i I try not to get too political on this podcast but do you feel like we're being inundated with the uh being told that the amazon is on fire and the earth is going to burn up because they want to drive the in uh, quotation marks the new green deal do you get that impression there's there's a way in which um you know both the president of brazil is sort of viewed as a trump kind of i know so the media the media that are against Trump um, put him in that category, and they want to depict them both as sort right. of apocalyptic threats. I mean, he's so already turned down, right? He's already turned down the money from Macron, saying, uh, "You know, we're not your we're not your little step kid over here. I'm not going to take your little help money." 
Yeah, he's also he also overreacted by sending in the military. <laughs> I think there's you know, um, I you know he I, I think there's um, I think there's confusion on all sides about what really okay. matters here. I'd okay. like to see the president of Brazil um, engage constructively with the farmers there and not you know I think the. The idea that it's just a, that it should either be a free for all or there should be an end to development; those are two very extreme views. Well, they sure There's are. The middle path, but yeah, look, the middle it's path some, of, it's, of smart development. It's something. This you know, it happens every year, right? I mean, this is something that happens. This is a, a, an Earth global thing. I mean, it happens every year. So we should be, uh, you know, they should already have some sort of plan implementation to to take care of it. Right? I mean, why? Why don't they? Well, this is what I get out of my piece today, which is that there was this idea that they would save all this, they would protect all this forest by requiring farmers to only use twenty to fifty percent of it, depending on where you are. Okay. And what that meant was that you end up actually having more farming pushed deeper into the forest, which are the parts that you that most people, you know, and including most scientists, care the most about the more biodiverse regions as opposed to concentrating the agriculture um, in the more savanna areas where the soils drain of water and it's much more suitable for soy production. So instead of doing that, they ended up pushing, they expanded agriculture and they fragmented the forest. I think the evidence is pretty strong that a better approach is to concentrate the agriculture um, so that you can then more easily protect the more biologically valuable areas. And so in my piece, I talk about um, you know, 80% of the Amazon proper has already been protected. So what's at risk of being, uh, of losing is another, um, you know, is, is really around another 20%. Um, so, you know, um, it's really about, it's really about uh, some long-term planning. Um, and that's something that conservatives haven't tended to want, but, and I think liberals have wanted really anti-development, but I think the truth is that, when you're dealing with a place that's as big as the Amazon, you have to remember it's the size of California to the Mississippi River. It's a huge area. And it's being destroyed. Um, just, I mean, it's almost going to be gone next year. I mean, we're just taking it's going to be gone, right? I mean, it's over with. Right. There's so much exaggeration <laughs> in terms of its threats. Absolutely. I mean, I point out that the in, the increase over the 10-year average of this year is, appears to be 7% in terms of new fires. Okay. Um, so there is an increase in deforestation of increase in fires, but but certainly it's not the end of the world. All right. So uh, getting away from the Amazon a little bit, uh, you know, and come bringing it back into the United States, since you know, I mean, that's what I care about. Uh, Brazil's burning. Oh well, um, uh, that's just a joke, Michael. I'm just teasing. Um, but yeah, yeah. Bring it, bringing it back into the United States, um, you know, la- w- the last couple of years we've had such uh, you know such strong fights over some wildfires and uh, what's happening here in the states. What are we? Uh, do you see any any movement forward in taking care of that here in the United States in your in your uh, uh, environmental guru status here in the United States? Not enough, and of course, I live in California, which is a, a major. I'm sorry, uh, I'm a major forest fire. Uh, yeah, a major forest fire state. Um, so yeah, not enough. In fact, you know, PG&E, our big utility, actually went bankrupt. Yeah, bad because of the lawsuits from stemming from the fires. So not enough. I mean, there. Um, you know, the problem, as usual, is just who's going to pay for people to live right next to the forest who's going to who's going to pay for that um how does it get done and so far the state and the utilities have basically wanted the other guy to do it and as a result it hasn't gotten done right um so yeah i mean i think to your point we're not as californians we have some pretty big fires here and yet we don't i don't see the president of brazil telling us that we need to um (laughs) you know i don't see him lecturing us or offering us 20 million dollars to try to solve it it's pretty silly Maybe we just take it from him. What do you think? We just go down there and say we're taking our twenty million to get out of there. And half of the Amazon. <laughs> I mean, I would tell you what's funny is the tw- is the idea that twenty million is is viewed by was ever viewed by anybody as a serious amount of money. Boy, no! In, in today's world, not even close. Uh, it's a, you yeah. know, it's a, a, a drop in the water bucket for any forest fire, man. That's right. nothing. 
Amazing. Michael it's the, Schell- of, it's the cost of 20 houses in California. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. And by the way, Jeffy, before you dismiss uh, Michael, I want you to understand that Michael is a climate guru and a high priest of atomic humanist movement. Thank so you. So did you mention that he's a high priest? You did not. Not yet. I mean, oh, I was you were going to close out with, oh, this, you close out with this that high priesthood. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. I'm just making sure that you I, honor him as... He deserves. I mean, I, should I, do I need to put my hands yes, together and yes, bow? You do. Yes, you know what? Yes, you do. Michael Schellenberger, I, am, uh, I have my hands together and I'm bowing. Thank you so much for joining us on Chewing the Fat Thanks here. Thanks for in the having me, guys. I appreciate it. You take care, man. Fun. I appreciate it. All right, Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Those of you listening on the Blaze Radio Network, thank you so much for listening. But, you know, what do you freeload? I mean, subscribe to the podcast. All right? Yeah, the podcast is free. Don't look at me like that's free, too. But you're freeloading listening on Blaze Radio. I mean, we appreciate it. And, and, and it's nice of you to, you know, listen on the network. But subscribe to the podcast. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It's that easy. Plus, a little secret. Let you in on a little secret. Uh, every day on Chewing the Fat, we do – we we got a listener is calling it dessert, so we started calling it dessert. But I always have so much more to uh, to talk about than just the, the hour broadcast on Blaze Radio Network. So there's a lot more uh, – a lot more good eats on the podcast. So thank you for listening to the. Uh, you could look. Could you just could you just hang out and listen to Blaze Radio Network and be happy? Well, you're not going to be happy. You can listen on Blaze Radio Network, but you, if, everyone wants to be more happy in their life, and the only way to be more happy in your life is listening to Chewing the Fat on Blaze Radio Network. Subscribe to the podcast and then listen to the entire podcast. Then your life will be complete. Yeah. Why are we doing the chicken dance? I don't know. You got so serious. I need something to break. It was way too I mean, serious. I've already danced the chicken dance. Yo, There's a video out oh, there, there already of me there, dancing yeah. with the chicken dance. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like doing it today. No, I'm not saying okay. you're doing it, but you were, were way too serious. I needed to break, you know, your seriousness. Okay. I know this is going to come as a big surprise to you, but uh, Gillette has decided that they're just going to start selling shaving products again uh, instead of giving us uh, sermons on toxic masculinity. Uh, apparently, I haven't seen the numbers uh, of uh, shaving uh, devices from Gillette, their uh, sales numbers, but uh, since they're going to uh, go back to, I don't know, selling us shaving products and not giving us sermons, I would venture to say that the ad campaign didn't work. Wait, so you tell me that the ad campaign that had the transgender person being taught how to shave by her father, I mean, its father did not help? I'm guessing it didn't work. Or the other one that called men, you Which know. Which wasn't a bad commercial, by the way. It was a horrible commercial. No, it wasn't. It was a horrible no, commercial. No, it was not. Of course, you thought it was a great commercial. Of course, <laughs> you thought it was a great commercial. It was fine, whatever. <sighs> <laughs> that didn't make me want to buy Gillette. Do you buy Gillette? Do you even grow hair? No. I've never seen you with facial hair. No, my, the, uh, Did that stop I've growing? had beards and I know goatees you, you, and stuff. You talk about your goatee, your beard, your, your rat head, tail, your long hair. All, your long, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I've never but seen there's, I like to have a clean shaven face, Chris, and uh, my haircut. You, uh, nah, I, like, I like it like that. Yeah, that's why I keep it that way. Are you the Dos Eki guy? That's why I like it that way. Nobody tells me to shave my face. And that's the way I like your face is shaved. And uh, have your hair a little bit long in the back. Nobody tells me to, to live like that. I'll tell you that. I do it because I want to. Not because the wife tells you you're not allowed? No, how dare you? How dare you? 
So I usually, you know, there's there's usually a few days in my life when I when I don't shave. Vacation, heart attack. Uh, Did you shave? Yeah, yeah. Because after about, what are you I, allowed to shave after heart what attack? What I like. Because if you cut yourself, I do know you, well, you have to be careful. That's what I'm you saying. Have to be careful. You come home and you cut yourself shaving, you're dead. You can't Did you die from a heart attack? No, no shaving. Shaving. <laughs> so <laughs> he bled to death. So yeah, the little piece of toilet paper is not stopping not, that. Not stopping, you're done. No, There's not enough. No. You're putting rolls on your. How about some alcohol in it? Is that stopping? That's amazing. So uh, I like personally, I like to shave about every third or fourth day. Are you using electric or are you, it was, you going by hand? When it wasn't, uh, when I when I didn't have to be on TV every day, uh, I, that's what it was for me. Most of the time was every third or fourth day. I like to shave. Electric or by hand? Both. Really? Yeah. Because hmm. the, the electric. Single or full The electric uh, you know, gets you started, but then in the shower you can put that right down. The skin feels nice and smooth. One blade or four blades? Eighteen. I didn't know Gillette. So congratulations to Gillette. And not to be outdone. Uh, not to be outdone by Victoria's Secrets. What did she do? Now, no, she's fine. Uh, they've got their transgender uh, promotional model now. I know. We talked to her. Uh, but not to be outdone. Uh, Chanel has now selected its first openly transgender model for their beauty game. Yeah, and I reached out to her. So we might be talking to her. Let's bring her on. She's in London right I mean, now. She's traveling. Yeah, let's bring her on. Yeah, right? you said it right. Yeah, bring her on. She's, which way they were going? He, here's the problem I'm having with her oh, and no. the chick with Brazil. Oh, uh, they can't speak English. Yes. And if you look at their social media accounts, um, they're a little bit naughty, especially the Chanel girl. Right. She has okay. one of her stories that is, uh, I don't know, all naked pictures. And I don't think Chanel, I hate that. I know. I don't think. She, what are you looking? I no, hate that. Stop looking for her Instagram. You know the people behind you can see your screen, right? <laughs> oh, hold yeah. On. Put, 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 Later. Put, up, but yeah. <laughs> put the partitioner. Put it up. Put it up. But I was looking at it. I don't think. It, well, Chanel. I don't know. It's twenty nineteen. I mean, it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, so they, I might be I looking wrong. They, can, they, can, they might but, not. Yeah. I don't think they care. I mean, it says here that uh, the. Uh, Teddy Quinlivan. Uh, I'm sorry? Teddy Quinlivan. She's a Teddy? That's what it says here. Okay. Uh, was discovered uh, four years ago by Louis Vuitton's creative director. So, you know, he's making the round. So, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Just I just say, you know, if, if I'm Chanel, do I want someone that is I know. as open as that? I to th- be in today's my world, person? probably. I know, that's what I'm saying. But then again, you know, are those people your customer base? Who is your customer base? Because if those people are your customer base compared to a, no, you know, to a, I don't want to say normal because that sounds homophobic, to a general population. <laughs> um, no, you keep going. Just you keep, keep going? going? Oh, absolutely. Uh, no. You don't have to raise your hand. You just keep to, right To a normal society, who is bringing the money? Them or the normal society? I know, and I don't think it matters. I know. That's what I'm saying. We had this conversation off air. Taylor Swift, the Taylor perfect Swift. example. She perfect now, example. She now decides that it's all about the LGBTQ and now I, does do, do the LGBTQ uh, support Taylor Swift? Absolutely. Absolutely. Does that not even one percent of America, let alone the world? I don't know what the percentage is around the world, but it can't be more than it can be. Let's, let's even say it's ten percent. Let's give them ten percent. Wow, that's very generous. Which it isn't. I say five percent. Let's give them ten percent worldwide. I'll let you even if it's ten percent. What about that ninety? The ninety percent is what's paying the bills, Taylor. Absolutely, that is economic one hundred and one right there. So go ahead. I, I don't know. I don't know. You start. You start messing around with the maintenance or the normal people. Chris Cruz's words, not mine. That's uh, fine. You, can quote, you know what? You can quote me on that. So I'll leave you with uh, a story that had me thinking last night, like, oh, I could not take it. I think I would have just kind of wished myself dead. So a lady is working in her backyard in Oregon on her septic tank, and the top breaks, and she falls in her septic tank. Now, that would be bad enough. It would be bad enough falling into your septic tank because, I mean, you know what a septic tank is, right? That's a no. separate household container for your human waste. 
So that's where my poop goes? That's correct. Oh, okay. That would be hum- part of your human waste. Yeah, that's what happens. At poop. So, you can't say poop? Would you have to be all professional? So she falls in. She's there for three days. Three days she's laying. Laying in this septic tank. So probably after the first day, you're all puked out. It's over, right? I mean, you're puked. There's no more puking. You're, the smell is gone. You're, the smell has now incorporated itself with you. That's in your ears. It's in your mouth. You're done. You're still alive, but it's in you. you you're done. And so they find, they pull her out. They get her out of there. They take her to the hospital. They hose her down. The one firefighter said, yeah, we get a lot of stuff around here, but uh, haven't had that happen before. No kidding. I mean, that, you talk about something that's a crappy deal, man. There's no rim shot for that? Uh, thank you. Uh, I mean, you talk about something. You talk about something that's a crappy deal. You're talking about laying in a septic tank for three days. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, so all of a sudden we got to talking about affairs here, uh, behind the scenes here at chewing the fat and we got to talk about affairs because uh i read a tweet from uber facts i love that account and the uber facts tweet said people who masturbate regularly are more likely to be managers at work this is according to some survey from this year okay so i got into an argument with another employee telling me that the work Okay, so the reason he asked, I wonder if they're doing it at work. Well, it doesn't say that they're doing it at, at work. They're just saying that if they're doing it, they're more likely to be managers at work. However, it wouldn't surprise me that they're doing it at work. That's why you have affairs at work, right? And then he's trying to tell me that he goes, affairs at work is the worst place to have an affair. You can't have an affair at work. Well, that's where you have that's, it. Thank you. Maybe I know I that I'm from an island. Maybe I know that. I remember raising your hand, but oh, sorry. Even <laughs> I know that. That's, that's, you have an affair at work. That's what you do. That's why you have them. Wait, why? Why are you having my work? We haven't covered that. Because that's where you meet the person. You've got like things that you both like. You're here. You're working every day. You're together. That's part of the so daily it, grind. It, it, you understand it, it, each ooh, other. Hello. The, the the what the daily grind um but <laughs> you my, understand my, each other it just goes into the whole work wife work husband kind of thing or yeah, is that is that separate it's a little bit different so it, are of. you are you doing, having the affair with a work wife or work husband or you have your work wife and you have it in affair you can have at both work? you could have you, you could, can have you both can have it's both. not the same yeah. thing you, you could have both because the work wife or husband is someone that you're working directly with now it could turn into the affair but you know, like you, if you're the do person, uh, or you're you know, co-running a department, that kind of thing. So you're and you get constantly yeah, yeah. talking and, and back and forth and lunches. But, but the uh, which turns then you know it's possible that that turns into an affair. Two males, two women, male and woman. However, I don't care. Hey, I'm not judging. But that's uh, the last thing you need that, to do. <laughs> But then I'm told that's the worst place because when it ends, it gets ugly, and you don't want to have that ugliness at work. It doesn't get okay. ugly. It the only re- when it ends, it does get a little ugly, but it stays. It's been such a closed environment affair anyway. This is what I'm told, by the way. I, I was going to say no idea. Oh, okay. This, this is, is just, just hearsay. I, well, it's not here. I mean, I've talked to people. Oh, you talked like to third, people. You know, I've talked to people. They've told me what's going on, that kind of thing. And a lot of people open up to you somehow. I don't know why. Uh, they just were like... That's a fact, by the way. I know that. So uh, you can raise your hand if you want from now on, but I'm just telling you that's a fact. Uh, it gets ugly because one or the other obviously wants the uh, commitment to go farther than just the work affair. They want it to be over on serious. the other side. More serious. Yeah, right? more serious. Want, yeah. They, want, they want the... You they want the ring. Them to be home. Yeah, yeah, they want the ring. And one of you are saying, "Ooh, baby, ooh, you were just a thing that I, I needed like, to tap." I, I love you, baby, but you know, I got. Yeah, that's more serious than this. This is just for me to have fun. I got eight kids at home. I got Oof. the wife. You know, it's, it's 
eight kids. No I wonder know. he's having an affair. I know. Now I'm trying to think who has so to then that that, la- that lasts for a little while. That anger lasts, for, but you still have to deal with each other at work. Yes. So you only deal with each other if the work leads if you there. Work related. Yes. Then it's you know yes. then you t- then you handle that and you're done. So ooh, she's what are you doing to piss her off? Eh, nothing. It's just another day. Probably her time of the month again. You know. <laughs> you know you're not going to say, oh yeah, well we just ended an affair we three weeks affair. ago. She's still pissed at me. <laughs> What? Yeah, no, it's just like, anyway. I have no idea why I want to start talking about stupid affairs. That's all. Well, you know, if they don't like that, they could just call our Shooting the Fat Hotline and complain <laughs> there. And by the way, you, the Shooting the Fat Hotline, uh, 214-735-9356. And it's powered by Patriot Mobile. So I am a fan of the Chewing the Fat Hotline powered by Patriot Mobile. Now, yeah. you could call the 888-900-3393 number, I'm looking at the line right but now. But apparently during this time of day. I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Just, it's just me guessing. This time of day, it doesn't work. It doesn't no, light I'm up. We've got some kind it. of blocking thing going on. Yeah, all right. Give me a line number from 1 through 12. Give me a line number. <laughs> Give me a line number. 18. Oh, we've got a dial tone. So we can dial out. Yes, we can. I don't can. know if you can dial in. 888-900, but, but never mind that number anymore. No, that number. No, okay. never mind. Never mind that number anymore. We Chris call is Peter Mobile. pretending to look at it. No, I call 214-735-9356. It's the Chewing the Fat Hotline powered, powered by, by Patreon Mobile. Mobile. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Oh, my it. God. We have a line. A Hold message. on. Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh, they dropped. It was from Denton, Texas, too. I'll keep looking at it again. Yeah, it's funny how that just just happened to be. Oh, there's a call. Oh, it dropped. It dropped. Oh, darn it dropped. the luck. It, oh, it, it, was, it was on line yeah. number one. Let me see if line number one works. Yeah, it works. Oh, yeah, it works it to works. dial out. Yeah. But, hmm. it, it was just blinking. Uh-huh. Sure it was. Oh, look, there's another call coming. Oh, it dropped. Oh, darn the luck. Wow, I wish it hadn't There dropped, it is. It's open. They hung up again. So Netflix is uh, busy, busy pissing people off again. Uh, they are uh, doing a theatrical release for The Irishman. It's going to release. Are you ready? I am. Are you going to go to movie theaters? I don't know. Because it's it's a month later yeah, that you get to watch yeah, it on, on, on Netflix. Netflix yeah. I don't think I can wait. You're going to, I mean. I, I don't think I can wait. Netflix wants a double dip from me now. Well, I got to pay at the theater. Well, think about it. I gotta watch. Why are they doing the movie release on movie theaters? Well, that's for that's to get the, the Oscar the, nomination. To right? shut up Steven Spielberg. Right. So and, I want and now, but see, this is another way that they're pissing off the uh, movie theaters. We have a call. If somebody calls, just put them. I'll answer. I will. Right away. I will. Okay. All right. Okay. I saw you reaching for the phone. I'll just take it live. Okay. I know you. You take just it take live. it live. Just do you, it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yes. I'm not sure what that means, but we'll do it live. Just bring it up. I, all you gotta do is punch it up. I'll, I'll go. I'll break right to. You. I know. That, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep going. But the uh, the theaters are mad. Because Netflix is putting it in for the month, the 1st through the 27th, before they release it on Netflix. And the theaters are like, well, we usually have it for a three-month grace period. This shut is, up. That's what Netflix is telling them to. Shut up. You're lucky this that you're getting you, it. And that's my point all along. Go ahead. If it, you got a new movie, send it to the theaters. But I should be able to a- access it after. A, I'll give them a month. Absolutely. At my but, home, I'll pay. Like I, I, I already pay for Netflix, so I get it. Or if I, if you put it up to the whatever, whatever pay per view app you use, if I can get it, I can download it and I can watch it. And, and there you go, we're good. So I don't have to watch the theater if I don't want to. See like it Endgame was in really movie theaters for like six months. Right. Why? I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get the one billion dollars. You, you got I get it. it. But what? To this day, it's still in movie theaters, and I have it at the house. If you have not bought the movie by now, I, I think it's time to take it off the shelf and put something <laughs> else up there. That's very possible. But uh, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to go to the theater to see it, though. I mean, I hate that. It's like they, I, don't I feel see- like they're. I feel like I know what they're doing. You know, for the Oscar to slap Spielberg in the face, and, and that's the only reason trying, why I want to do it. And they're because I want to slap teaching, Spielberg. and they're 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 actually setting the groundwork for the theaters to get used to having it for a month, a month? and then we get to watch it at home. Okay, get over it. Sell your freaking popcorn for a million dollars for the first month and then live with it. Yeah. Okay. If the movie's not, I'm even willing to, I mean, I've broke this down before, but I'm willing to give them 
more than the allotted time if it's they'll say the top three. If you're in the, if you're in the top three movies, you get to stay for a little bit longer. Yeah, if you okay. if you're in the top three, let's say for how long? After I don't know. This is, I mean that that's negotiable. We could talk about let's say new releases. Okay, Endgame. Endgame one's at top. The is still the top movie right now. No, it's not. Well, yes. No, it's not. You mean week by week? Yeah. Okay. Then I mean, no. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, all time. A big deal. I mean, of course, all time. But Endgame would have been in, say, let's new releases get a month. And then if you're in the top, or, or, or two weeks, right, you get two weeks. Okay. If you're in the top two. Top three. Maybe top weeks. five. Top five. After okay. the third week. You don't. I, I can't get it at my house until you drop out of that. After that, I get to pay. So you know. is that only digital, or am I also yeah. so only digital? Yeah, 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 yeah. So only digital, and it's going to be for like twenty four hours. All right, I pay the whatever it is, fifteen bucks or twenty bucks, whatever it is, for the you know that that new release. So uh, you're not owning it; you're renting. Yeah, it. I'm renting it for twenty four hours, and it's gone. But I get to watch it. But you get to watch it. I'm a, Oh, I, I would I would not mind that at no, all. Not at all. And not they, at all. And every, the theater still get a their lot of cut. Money. The theaters still get their cut. Yeah, they're going to give and people. I'm, like, I'm, they're going to charge. Yeah. I'm willing to pay more at my home to watch it. How much more? Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if a new release for 24 hours, 25 bucks. Wow. I'm that's just saying. I, I don't know. I, that's I, I, a I don't know. But you still save your money though. You go to the freaking movie theaters. It's fifty dollars. Well, you can't go for, through. You can't pull up to the movie theater. I drive by a movie theater. It no, well, here's the thing. Movie theaters are turning into like the car repair shops. I drive by them. Boop! It automatically deducts money from Wait, my checking account. Wait, you get subscribed to Shun the Fat when you go to the movie theaters? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Actually, I have worked out a deal with the theaters. Oh, we have. Boop! No, it's the same. See, that's where they get you. It's kind of. It's just. It's not the exact same boop. But it's still a boop. Yeah. And you think, oh, I just subscribed I just to Chewing the Fat. Chewing Instead, the fat, yeah. they've deducted money from your checking account. Oh, hell no. Bastards. Oh. I know. We get a call. Or they all hang up. Or is it, that's how it's not working. Yeah. We still get a dial tone. So, oh, look, there's a call. Oh, they hung up. Oh, darn the luck. So don't forget to call the uh, Chewing the Fat hotline and leave a message. And your voicemails, uh, powered by Patriot Mobile. We got Hello, Blaze Radio Network, chewing the fat. Oh, they just went out. They just hung up. Do you even know how to use the phone? Do you I know do. how to bring I them pre- up? I press the button that says on air and done. 214-735-9356, the chewing the fat hotline, powered by Patriot Mobile. Leave a message and be prepared. All right, Your voicemail will be used. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat today. All right, I'm going to come and show you how to use the phone. 